Top Shelf Fantasy. Hey, how's it going there, Shelfies? Thanks for tuning in. Podcast 241, March 2nd, 2023. Combine this week. We'll talk about the rookies, of course, after Sunday's Combine um, early next week. So this podcast will do QB Carousel. A little fun game we're going to play. Toss some free agent QBs, possible trade QBs, cut QBs into, you know, the teams that don't have QBs, which is close to half of the league so, so far. Um, but before that, TopShelfFantasy.com, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at TopShelfFNTSY. Greg, how's the combine going? Well, I'm not going to lie. They started off with defensive linemen and linebackers for the first time this year. They usually start off with, I don't know if it's offensive line. or I think, I think there's I thought tight it's line, end. usually. Yeah, I think it's offensive line and tight end. So, at least with tight end, there's something that I kind of look forward to. Like, nothing wrong with the defensive line and linebackers. There's some good prospects in this year's draft for that. But it was a little bit of a snooze fest watching five five flat 40s for like two hours. And I kind of snoozed off a little bit. So <laughs> I was also searching and scouring the internet um, to see if I could get accurate measurements. Because once again, my guy Charles Robinson decided not to do it. I think he's moved on to greener pastures with Yahoo. Um, Damn him. So if anyone content. knows, if anyone knows where where to find the measurements accurately because nfl.com did not have it accurate because uh, they still listed um yeah, Kansley the the defensive lineman there that was six foot and that they compared to Aaron Donald he was actually measured at six one and nfl.com still had him at six feet so I was kind of pissed off about that and a couple of discord <laughs> threads that I'm in um I don't know if I can just trust those people so if anyone knows the actual way please reach out to me does NFL.com still have Bryce Young at six feet? Or? They probably do. Well, that's <laughs> their call. They're probably college weight, which is kind of weird that so- someone's now taller than their college weight and height because yep. usually in college, you add about two inches, 20 pounds. So that Montesmith. was like <laughs> one of the main things that they were talking about is like, oh, wow. Like, why would they not say he's six foot one? I think they were using it as an advantage to tell people that they, that he was actually smaller than he is. Um, Great player. I think he's I think he's the second um uh D tackle or DN prospect. Uh one of those. So yeah, he saw some pretty ridiculous 40 times come out of some of these ends already, though. I, I, we talked about it beforehand. Nolan Smith ran a sub four four forty. Uh and then Ada Tomiwa Ada Baware, four five four at 280 pounds. Okay, thank you for saying this. Okay, all right. So first off, the guy that I was talking about is uh Kalija Cansey. Okay. He's the one that's six one NFL network. Right now I'm on the page, still shows six feet. It really <laughs> pisses me off. But as you said that name, this year, this class, the names are incredibly difficult in, oh, for the defensive lines. They were always hard before that. Now it's even worse. It's so bad. It's Sakia Ka. That's that's one of the defensive tackles that ran today. Yeah. That was a hysterical name. There's Nesta Jade Silvernia. Um uh, PJ Mustafer, and that's just defensive linemen. The defensive ends are really the ones that are uh, hysterical. Like Tuli, Tuli Apilioto, Lucas Van Nice, 
uh, Felix Andui Dyke Uzoma, BJ Ojolari, Isaiah Foskey. I could go on and on, and I know it'll be annoying, but it's it was probably one of the weirdest things seeing the names on the the bottom ticker on the NFL today. Oh, it's tough. I mean, you think you have an easy name when you're about to just, like rattle off some stats, and then you get to get bogged down by Chigozia Mokonkwo or friggin'. I mean, he's obviously a tight end already in the league, but like. It's nuts. Even uh, what was it? Joseph Owe went changed his name to Odafe Owe just to yeah, just to just fuck just us twist over. the knife. It's his, I think it was his real name or something, whatever it was. But you know, the the names are getting harder. They're not getting easier. So it is funny because Keen Peel just kind of nailed that 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 was going to happen at some point, and <laughs> now we're living it. Oh my god, it's it's so crazy. <laughs> and I didn't even say the best one. I was I was just lurk lurk looking. You have to hear this one. It's it's spelled. T-O apostrophe O, T-O apostrophe O. I don't even know how to say that. I'm just going to call him Toto. Listen, you go down to O'Shack Hennessy's office. O'Shack Hennessy. You mean Principal of Shaughnessy? Well, that should be fun during our mock draft. Anyway, it's going to be so slow. So anyway, yeah, that is how today has gone with the combine. It's just a bunch of mind fuck. All right. Well, um, before we get into the QB carousel, we'll get into some news. A few guys cut or will be cut on March 15th when the season you know, begins. Marcus Mariota cut. Not a huge shock there. Uh, stop me if you guys want to talk about, you know, in-depth stuff. But uh, Cam Brate released um, after yeah. nine seasons okay um well i think it's i think it's worth noting that now kate otten has a real good shot at being a good and i doubt how ridip is even there anyway so he's probably free agent and done um in bigger news Leonard fournette is uh due to be released mm-hmm. which i'm i'm not shocked at it but i mean it, it's a big player fantasy wise the last couple of years is now hitting the market mm-hmm Along with all those other guys, so yeah, it's like still a very saturated running back market to begin with. So it's t- it's going to be tough for these kind of old heads to to latch on somewhere. So um, hey. best of luck to him. I mean, he still has a role if he can show up to camp, not morbidly well, obese. That's the biggest thing if he cares. Yeah, exactly. Like he might have said, "Hey, I've made I've made my money. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Take my ball and go home." But uh, so I actually had a good thought with him. Uh, I was talking to my buddy Mango, and we were saying if if Zeke gets cut, a perfect compliment to Pollard is Lenny. So yeah. if Lenny gets a nice a small little contract, getting already paid by Tampa, I think it works out great for the for the Cowboys. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it seems like a very uh, like very easy transition. It's a very lateral move. Like Lenny is Zeke. Zeke is Lenny. Well, Zeke, I, I think Zeke does a lot more, but I'm just uh, yeah, thinking I think he's like a little bit better, all, but he's all Lenny. All Lenny's in good a way better now. shape. All Lenny is good for now is putting it up the middle. I mean, yeah. there's there's not much else he can do now. He's a he has a plotter. Um, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> <laughs> what a fall from grace! Hey, he uh, he made some money, but he's he's due to get cut. Thirty six million for forty three catches, one touchdown. It's a hell of a payday. And then touchdown came what week seventeen of <laughs> yeah, uh, week eight, eighteen of this year. You know God. what's funny about a player like this too is like it comes with what, what usually be truthers. That's like 
oh wow this guy got paid like you watch he's you know he's something special and like we all kind of liked and you know he was a nice little story and i don't know if it was undrafted or late draft i can't remember but he came out in preseason was great and all these things it, it, there's truth there's for freaking Rashard Penny and Ronald Jones, but but I honestly couldn't tell you a truther of Kenny Galladay. And and when they had taken a week long to sign this guy, I think we all had an inkling like this is gonna end badly. Yeah, like we hear follow the money so often in fantasy football when you're thinking about who should I pick, yada yada. I didn't hear it at all about Kenny Galladay. <laughs> Nobody was really willing to follow that money anywhere. Yeah, it was still taken like probably in like the eighth round of that first year with the Giants, which is way too early. Yep. But yeah. It goes uh, to show you how good Matt Stafford was at his prime, keeping uh Galladay as relevant as he did. Yeah, it's true. And injuries could have uh done that, done that as well. Definitely derailed it. Yeah. Um Carson Wentz set to be released. No shock there. Um we're gonna find his third team in three years, fourth <laughs> team in four years. Coming up. Yep. Poor guy. I don't have much to say on him that hasn't already been said. <laughs> um, and then some other news. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Brandon Cooks are the top option wide receivers for the Patriots. Is this like a report that is like a, like a legitimate one? This is on Sleeper. So probably yeah. some beat reporter. Well, yeah. I mean, if it made its way to Sleeper, then it's... Yeah. At least Brandon Cooks, I mean, a nice reunion. I'm cool, I guess. Uh, D Hop, I'm just not getting my hopes up. I'd love to see it, just not getting my hopes up. I think D Hop plays better to the offense that Mac Jones is capable of running. Um, than does Brandon Cooks' kind of preferable deep ball option, but who knows? The offense could be completely different with, with Bill O'Brien, so I guess it remains to be seen. I did hear Debo is officially not moving, so no, yeah, I, I don't think that, that was always a pipe dream, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we could get both. <laughs> Imagine that'd be nice. I mean, I mean, Cooks at right. So D DL's probably worth a second. Cooks is probably worth a fourth or a fifth. Why not? I yeah, mean, the, they, values, we yeah. need we and, and we all know we're not signing Myers. You know, it's, well, you it's, have the cap space. It sounds right? like You're nineteen to twenty him. million bucks for. Yeah. He's Myers. he's now he's now being talked about. So I was, again watching the scrolling ticker on the bottom of the NFL Network. He's ranked as the 15th overall free agent, like 10 spots over Juju. So most of what they show on NFL Network, granted, it's media, but they are a little bit more connected. So they go with what they hear. And I think a lot of people have Myers as the top wide receiver and he's going to get he's going to get that money. Yeah, I, I think we could do both. That'd be very, very nice for us, but we shall see. Um, all right, that's probably the news. Unless you guys want anything to add. Um I know that Lamar I know this is part of our you know what, let's get into the quarterback carousel. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm trying to like an intro for this, but I can't I was gonna say kind of like wheel of fortune but it's kind of not but um all right let's just fucking go with it all right um all right so pretty much we have a list of teams that we believe that um they may have a starter right now but we don't think will be the starter or there's no one there as of now so the teams are the Atlanta Falcons the Saints the Buccaneers the Jets, the Texans, the Ravens, the Raiders, 
the Commanders, the Packers, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Colts. It's like half the league. I can't believe I can't believe I mean, names it. And then we'll talk about the 49ers as well. So you know what we were talking about last year? It just just came up to me now is how much of change there was with, with, with coaches and then like big top wide receivers were going different places. And so schemes were changing and personnel was changing. And there's not that they're con- constant that the quarterback stayed the same, but cha- changing quarterbacks is going to change even more to fantasy football than freaking the, the ski coaching schemes that we had mm-hmm. to deal with last year and all that shit. So this is, this is, be, this is just getting a headache. It's it's coaching changes and QB changes. It's it's a lot. All right. Um. So I think we're fine with starting um, with Seattle because I believe we all think Geno Smith will resign there. Yeah, and even today they brought on the GM for Seattle. I forget his name, but they were saying that they've had good. Co- conversation with Gino's camp and they feel confident that something's going to get done. Yeah. I mean, if you're Gino, sure. You probably want a big payday, but at the same time, this is the team that took a shot on you. They gave you a chance to start after all these years in turmoil and, you know, toiling in mediocrity in the league. So I think it's a little bit of loyalty both ways. So good, good to see them at least having positive conversations. Also, I wanted to just jump in real quick. Jerome Boger retired officially. So see you later. The analyst. No, the uh, the referee, the on field. Oh, 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 I'm like, <laughs> who's this bugger guy? <laughs> I don't know who I was thinking either. Throw bugger, the guy who cost the uh, Patriots a game against the Chiefs like three years back. Scum. Oh, that's that's, good. It, that's good. Not to derail us. No, it did, but thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, do you guys want to? I guess being like so I started, I did Seahawks. Uh, Craig, you you can go pick a team, pick team, a team or player. I team mean, team or player. Okay, whatever. So, so let's let's start with the first domino, right? Let's let's. I know we just we did Gino because it just makes the most sense, and I think there's probably going to be some other ones that are just it if it fits right. But let's start off with the first domino that needs to fall for the quarterback carousel is here, and that is figuring out what the hell's happening with Lamar Jackson, and we need we all need to seriously discuss what what happens when he doesn't return to the Ravens because that's a domino effect with the Ravens. It's a domino effect with the rest of the league. Oh, it's the entire it's it's huge. If he doesn't go back to the Ravens, it's I mean, because we think like we'll talk about Derek Hart and Rogers too, like, oh, these guys could go here, here. But if Jackson moves and goes to a different team, that changes everything. Yeah, if Lamar vacates Baltimore then Baltimore is like almost instantly one of the most desirable quarterback destinations based on your consistency at head coach. And I mean, Munkin has his offense or whatever, but it's not established. So I think they become a a top tier destination given how good their defense is, their propensity to win games. And I mean, it could be huge. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know if Lamar goes back. It seems like the two sides are pretty far apart from what I've seen. Yeah, I, I haven't heard a single good thing. And, and today they were talking about how he's played it so poorly without a, a, a agent like two years ago is when he had his most leverage. And he's now just trying to play catch up to make that money back. And it's going to come to a point where I think that he hires someone, whether it's Rosenhaus or whatever. And, and it's and at that point, 
if he hires someone, I don't think it's to talk to the Ravens. It's to talk to the league. And I think that they're going to do something where they sign and trade him because they're not going to. And and like you said, you know, Munkin, right? This guy who hasn't talked to anyone in the, in the Ravens locker room for whatever reason. Uh, the GM called out the wide receiver room today. And Richard Bateman was Bateman all got pissed. Bateman got pissed, and then he he started uh, saying uh, shit back. Um, you know, basically the GM said none of our wide receivers are good. We've missed on every pick, and Bateman's like, "What the hell, dude? I'm still here." Yeah, like it's it's a nightmare over there. So who who knows? But if if Lamar goes, Lamar should have his pick if he would just ease off of the I want a hundred percent guaranteed contract. I think that's where he's hitting a sticking point with the Ravens. But if he decides, hey, I'm willing to flex on that, or you know, another team like Atlanta or the Saints or somebody else can come up with this money, it's huge. Yeah, I, I in my opinion, I, I don't. Um, I think that the Atlanta Falcons is is a, a a place that if he does not land with the Ravens, that he goes there. I mean, they're obviously a quarterback needy team. Um, they're a team that last year had a somewhat of a scheme fit uh, for a running style quarterback. You know, they attempted to do it with Mariota and he showed flashes. I think that that's, I think that's the best bet. I, I don't know how, how you guys feel if like, we, we've really got to make the call on Lamar and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say Atlanta Falcons. I like playing this game and I like playing the game when QBs mix up teams. So my thought was the Falcons to start. So I do agree with that. Yeah, I I think that's a good a good spot. If we're gonna do this exercise, let's do it right. You know, let's not just assume he goes back to Baltimore, where it it's seems boring. like the bad blood is building every day, anyway. So, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, when you're a hundred million dollar difference in talks, uh, it's tough to make up that and, money. <laughs> I mean, from Lamar's perspective, he goes, okay, well, I lose Mark Andrews, but I gain Kyle Pitts and I gain Drake London. It's a decent spot. And yeah. All right. So Lamar Jackson's on the Falcons. Cordos, come on down. You're up. <laughs> I think the next biggest one that needs to fall into place to know what's going to happen with a lot of things, and this one probably is a boring one at the end of the day, is Aaron Rodgers needs to find a home and figure out what he uh, saw on his vision quest or whatever he was doing. Um, I think he ends up staying with Green Bay, though. I think he's a little bit of a... I think he's a little wishy-washy, but I think he's kind of one of those guys that likes to see what's out there and then come back home. So I think all of this grandstanding just ends up with much ado about nothing, and he's back in Green Bay at the start of the season. So I know I just said I don't like to play it safe, but I think that's what happens. Yeah. um, I do lean that way. I mean, everyone's like, oh, he's going to go to the Raiders because of Devontae Adams, their friends. I don't think... anyone's friends with Aaron Rodgers. They played well together <laughs> yeah. for the Packers for so long, but I doubt Adam's like, yeah, I want my friend back. He probably is like, this guy's an asshole. Fuck him. Um, so that's, that, that is why I do lean Rodgers. We, we've seen this thing the last three years. He goes in retreats, goes in a black hole, sees a shadow, doesn't see a shadow, and always comes back to the Packers. So I do lean that way. Craig, I'm uh, interested to see what you say. Um. So I did see today that both the GM and Josh McDaniels uh, in conjunction came out and said that they are not pursuing Aaron Rodgers um, and that that's not something that they're going to do. So 
which is actually extremely interesting because you cut Derek Carr. I mean, what, where, where's the upgrade? I mean, I don't know what the Herald plan is, but I do know that was talked about. It was a legitimate story that they are not going after Aaron Rodgers. That leaves me to believe, does Aaron Rodgers want to, and honestly, he's a person that kind of sticks to, like he's very a habitually motivated person. I think, I think, he always comes back to the Packers at the end of the day. So that's, I, I just feel like that's what he's going to do it, rather than go to the frigging Jets. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think that he wants to take that on at his age. And he's just going to stay with the Packers. Um, he's not going to retire. Like, if he was going to retire, he would have done it already. And yeah. stay in the NFC, it's so much easier. Yeah, and I think both of those teams, for that matter, if you look at the way the Raiders and the Jets are constructed, assuming Josh Jacobs ends back on the Raiders, I think they want to run the ball a lot. And then I think the Jets want to run the ball a lot when they have Brees Hall back. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to turn and hand the ball off 25, 30 times a game. It's just he wants to be the guy. So he gets to do that in Green Bay more than anywhere else. Yep. Scumbag. All right. I'm also going to delete Tom Brady from this list. Uh, he's Thomas <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> but you you do never know. Um, all right. I think the next person we got to talk about is Derek Carr. We just said he was released by the Raiders. He's the next dot. He's the yeah. third domino. <laughs> he is third in the row. Yep. So Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Gino picked. Uh, I don't think he goes back to the Raiders. Agreed. <laughs> um. I would say Jets for Derek Carr. So I'm still in the Saints camp on Carr, personally. Uh, not that I think... I don't know how the finances work out on all this, right? I know the Saints are a little more cash-strapped than the Jets who have some money to throw around. But assuming that all things are equal cap-wise and you can make it work with the cap being fake and the NFL being kind of a joke when it comes to the cap, if the Saints can make it work, I think he's a great fit for the team. And with an unhappy Michael Thomas... Maybe you've got somebody there that can, you know, get him on the right track instantly if Michael Thomas is willing to restructure and stick around um, and hopefully contribute and play at a high level. So I think it makes a lot of sense for the Saints. Not that it makes more or less than the Jets. I think they both kind of work nicely, but I think Derek Carr would be more well advised to head over to New Orleans and play in a softer division. Yeah, I completely agree. It's the Saints. I and, and the reason why is more so I don't think that he cares about the money at this point because he did get the extension. He's getting paid by the, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Like in and this in the Saints are just built to be a they're a better organization than the Jets. And I don't think with what Derek Carr has gone through through his whole career with with turmoil in the front offices and the, the head coaching changes and 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 not really making a big name in the playoffs i think he he really wants to try and get there and get get to you know play for some super bowls if he can and i know that the 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 way the league goes you look at the jets they're not that team you know, especially with the the Bills and the Dolphins in in that division, like you don't, he's not going to want to have to fight that. And right now, it is wide open in in the what is it NFC South. So, oh yeah, I think he's. I think that's just a no brainer for him to go to the Saints. All right, he's been meeting with the Saints this week as well as the Jets and the Panthers. Yeah, he met the he met with them right away, and when he returned 
from meeting with the Saints was and he said, I'm not accepting a trade anywhere mm-hmm. immediately. Like it's almost like the plane was struck all which along. I loved. That was, that was awesome. All right. Derek Hart of the Saints. Craig, you're up. Aren't you up? Uh, no, because I did, did Derek Carr. Oh, uh, you did Derek Carr. This okay. is where it gets tricky. Oh, sorry, too, I know. So. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, Good luck, you can pick player, you can pick team, and kind of. Okay, players. so it's up to you. so let's go with the Raiders because I think this is just a very odd situation, and I'm not really positive on what way they're leaning. It's for me, they don't really have much high draft capital because they traded away for Devonte Adams. You know, it's. I think. And I think it's bizarre, but I think they're going to start off the year with Jarrett Stidham and have a second round rookie quarterback or third round rookie quarterback and let them play it out. I think it's absolutely bizarre, but I think they stick with Stidham. I don't think that they go after Garoppolo. I think, I think that um, the, the reason why I have other reasons why I think he's, he's, he's probably staying put in San Fran, but um the Raiders, I think, are, are doing Stidham because, hey, McDaniels drafted him. Now, what does Stidham cost them? Hardly anything. Five million? Okay, well, he's a Freighton, so they have to resign him. Unless he's like five, six million? If it's, if it's just temporary starter money, it's something that I think well, we've seen usually with... Usually 10 with like 10. Mariota and... His previous Kaminsky's. contract was nine hundred sixty-five thousand a year, so yeah, I he'll mean... <laughs> he'll get ten plus the cap went up, so I think ten is is the men he'll probably get if he's if he does stay there, like if that's their plan. If they say to him, "Hey, you're going to be our starter," he's going to say, "Okay, pay me like one." Like, okay, you have to. Yeah, but yeah. Um, if hey, he tries um, that, I think they lose a lot of leverage. I mean, that's that's not. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't give Stidham that kind of money. That's just a waste. Unless you do like a one year, ten year, ten million, cool. But if you sign him to anything, yeah. two, three, four years, and you're paying him ten a year, you're just stupid. Franchise. Yeah, I think the like Mariota Trubisky, they got one for ten or two for ten, but the second year it's they can just wash like away. So yeah. yeah, so I, I see like two for ten, second year you can cut him, no dead cap or maybe like a million dollar dead cap. But I mean. For me, with the Raiders, I do want to see Jimmy there because I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I can also see, you know, Niners because Purdy won't be av- available for a while, and they only have success with Garoppolo <laughs> and Purdy. Like them going back to Lanza right away is just, I think, is a recipe for disaster with the team you have right now. Um. Dows, what do you think? Or Craig, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go, go to Dows because I'll, I'll say after. Yeah, I think Jimmy ends up with the Raiders, um, kind of for the same reasons. I, I don't think he drafted Jimmy when he was with the Pats, but he was involved with Jimmy during his tenure with the Patriots. So they definitely have a history together. If he thinks that history can be a successful future or can you know lay the foundation for a successful future, then I think it makes a lot of sense, um, especially because you're going to get him probably at the same going rate as a lot of these discount quarterbacks that we're probably about to talk about just to get him in the door. Like he's a guy to me that would sign a one year kind of prove it type deal for a little bit of a discount based on who he is and what he's gotten paid across the rest of his career, just to play on a team with like some decent talent around him. And 
if they can get him at a little bit of a, a discount on a prove it season, that opens the door for them to keep Josh Jacobs. It opens the door for Devonta Adams to continue to make a ton of money. It lets them bring in some pieces around him and actually have some success. So I think you could see it work for everybody, but I think it really boils down to that relationship between McDaniels and Garoppolo, which I don't know where they stand with one another. It could be good, bad, or somewhere in the middle. Now, what if, and this is, this is the left field scenario of the entire, the whole situation, right? I think Garoppolo is tied to this possible scenario of Trey Lance being traded. And if Trey Lance gets traded, I think Garoppolo stays in San Francisco. So we lose that aspect of him going to the Raiders. What's one team that looks at the, you look at this list that go, what the hell are they doing? Where is there a spot for Trey Lance to land? It's the Raiders. Yep. It's like, just like you said, though, they have such little capital. Can they make a deal happen with what the Niners invested to get him? But Trey Lance willing... is going to be so fucking cheap. Right. It's just, are you willing to cut bait and say, we made a mistake? Get what we can. What did uh, our buddy Max said earlier? Um, sunken cost fallacy. It's like, you can't just always say, I spent three first rounds on this guy. I have to get three first rounders right. back. You just eat it yeah. and say, I can't or do it anymore. S- right. We'd still have to kill right now if that was the case like and right san fran's not a dumb organization they're not like they don't have that mindset i hope they don't i think if they're like hey you know chalk it up as a loss we're a super bowl team as it is right now let's why risk it oh, let's try a trail lands but you you know you're you're gonna get to the nsc championship game with purdy and or garoppolo with yeah. lance you don't know why risk it? I don't get it. it. Doesn't make any sense. I heard that the the entire organization locker room when they saw Purdy that eight game stretch or whatever it was, they there was a lot of heads turning. Going, I think we found our guy, and I I just think they have an asset now that if they wait, they're going to lose even more value. So I I think it's now or never. I don't, it is a completely bizarre thing. I think the safe thing to do is to put Jimmy Garoppolo on the Raiders, but I just, I want to go throw shit on, on a wall and say Lance goes to the Raiders and Garoppolo stays with San Fran. You could throw things completely out of whack and say Lance ends up in Atlanta as another spot that he could land and Lamar could end up over it with the Raiders on some sort of deal. But these are like far reaching uh, implications. But there's a you handful know, of teams that would be happy to have Trey Lance. You're not wrong. That's, Panthers too. I think Panthers. I, I, he fits Titans. well there. I know uh, when McDaniel's was in New England, they they wanted Lamar. Yeah. We can't and, go back. We can't go back. I I mean I would have <laughs> had the Patriots on this list too. To be honest with you, up until maybe last week when Robert Kraft said it would be over his dead body that Mac Jones isn't the starter in New England. So if I didn't hear that very recently. Uh, I probably would have had Lamar Jackson in the mix for New England as well. All right. So what the hell do we do? Do do we play it <laughs> safe and do Jimmy with the Raiders or? I say play it safe for now. Uh, Jimmy to the Raiders, but that's just my vote. Only one. So if we say in this, this, this solidifies the San Francisco thing again, mm-hmm. uh, just, just to reiterate, if we pick Garoppolo to the Raiders, that means that Trey Lance stays with San Francisco and he starts the season. And he starts the season. I mean, they could always take a depth quarterback in this. Any Dolans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody like that. I mean, why do that? Just why do that when you already have Garoppolo? (laughs) Like, he's in your back pocket. 
The, well, the other thing is that we have to remember that Jimmy has I think probably Jimmy a wants sour to, like, taste play. in his mouth about San Fran. Like yeah. he, he could he could sit there and go if I sign this contract I wouldn't stay there because right. they really though, the, because they, if because Brock last year he signed a, a small contract to stay and happily sat and waited his turn. But if if he is going to go in this season knowing Brock Purdy might not be ready to start the season, he goes four and zero, and then Brock is ready and he comes in and relieves Jimmy and Jimmy goes back to holding the clipboard. I just I can't picture Jimmy wanting to do it. I mean he didn't look like upset or anything on the sidelines. Like he, he was the first guy cheering Brock along. Maybe he's just a great team player. Maybe he's a good guy, but at some point these are competitive alpha male athletes that want to play the you know sport. They played their whole lives. Because a chance for a team offering him money to be the starter and not have to worry about a guy coming back and taking his job, no matter how good he plays. It's tough to turn it down. Money, right. money aside. Don't you think? All right. You swayed me. <laughs> All right. Garoppolo on the, that was a tough one. <laughs> I think it was a necessary conversation. Oh, yeah. I've been on the phone doing expired listings all day today, so my negotiating is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. Um, all right, Dallas, that, that that that's you. You're up. Yeah, I'm trying to think like the next the next team. You know who's a good one is Danny Jones. I think that's probably the next guy that needs to fall in line. Um, yeah. And I, I think again, I think I'm taking the boring ones here. I think the Giants end up franchising him, but or franchise tagging him, but the thing is, if he's not going to sign a long-term deal or he wants outrageous money, the Giants should franchise him in the trade. I mean, if they can get a first-round return from anyone, it, it's definitely a conversation that should happen. I mean, if they can take one year on him at some big money and then flip him to, I don't know, pick any any of these teams, the Baltimore Ravens, because they don't have a quarterback in this simulation, uh. I would do that. I mean, if they've got the draft capital to move, I think that's a smart move for the Giants. But if Dayball likes Jones, maybe he has to keep him. It's it's a tricky uh, tightrope to walk there. But I think the smart money is on a Giants franchise tag. However, with this simulation we're running, uh, the Ravens would be probably a player for his services if Lamar leaves town because he's probably one of the last quarterbacks on this list that's can operate as a pocket passer, but also has the legs to do a lot of what they've gotten used to doing on offense. You know what's awesome about what you just said? It just clicked in my head. Tyler Huntley is someone that I think would fit really well with Brian Dayball. And if they did that franchise tag and trade with yeah. the Ravens and Huntley, like they say the Ravens did the Lamar thing. And then like later on, Daniel Jones goes, screw it. I'm not going to play on the franchise tag. I'm going to hold out and we play the game. You know, I think it is right not to sign the long, the long-term deal. So this all could play out where the, the giants trade Jones to the Ravens and they had Huntley and Huntley works with Dayball. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, but to, but but to but I do agree that uh, Daniel Jones will get the franchise tag for the Giants. Same. All right, I'm locking it in. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's the type to like hold out either. I think he would if he gets the tag. I think he'll just play. I think a good agent tells him he needs to hold out because mm-hmm. he does not get a big contract again. I think, I think we've seen enough. Yeah. This is the best season he's going to have this past year. I don't know that he can improve on it. I guess it depends on who the Giants bring in at wide receiver too, right? If they bring in some talent, if they're the ones who signed Jacoby Myers, they can make a deal for somebody else. They have Hodgins there. Maybe you get it done, but I don't want to do the whole team. All right. 
Um, that would be me. I'm up. All right. Uh, this is dwindling now. Damn. <laughs> Four bucks. <laughs> Let's talk about the player, Mike White. Talk about the now, player, Mike White. I have two teams I think he could go to. And that is the Jets. Back to the Jets. Zach Wilson's definitely going to be benched. And we're saying the Jets aren't getting any of the, the top big three or the top six. So I think he fits well there. You know, he played great there before he got hurt. Um, Or I think he fits well with the commanders. You know, the commanders say there's Sam Howells or guy. I could see a Mike White signing and a camp battle. Yeah. See that. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. The Commanders are in, like, a win-now situation. I think they have a team to put together if they did have the quarterback. Um, so not going a rookie is an interesting um, shot for them. Like, they were one that a lot of people thought maybe Rodgers could go to. Um, I, I like that, but I do ultimately think that Mike White stays with the Jets because the Jets know what they have in him, who's someone who will be able to run that offense that Zach Wilson just can't do. And here we are again, the jets don't have a quarterback in our scenario <laughs> and they don't have, I, I, I can't remember what their pick is, 13. But, to, but they're not. Yeah. Okay. So they're further out. They're not going to get one of those top quarterbacks. And I think they've just, I, th- I think they're gassed on picking rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I really wanna... expected them to make a push for one of the vets, but I just, I don't know that they can get there. And then, like you said, with the picks, I don't think that they can get there. Like at 13, you're, you're already losing the top four rookies off the board to teams that need quarterbacks that are already positioned ahead of you and have more capital to move higher if they want to sneak in. So I just, I don't know what they do. It's, it's the jets. It's just going to be the jets. Maybe they'll play Zach Wilson again. (laughs) Who knows? But Mike White, let's say he, Resigns there on a cheap deal. I'd rather play him than Zach Wilson at this point. Hands down. The receivers would rather do that. Yeah. Anyone on the team would do that. Yep. I mean, you use Hall and Carter and run run the San Francisco offense. You have yeah. a game game manager quarterback, and Mike White has proven to not be a freaking turnover sloth. Turnover sloth. <laughs> turnover I fucking sloth. love that. <laughs> Zach Wilson's He's, just kind of like, he, he is a sloth. All right, so Mike White back with the Jets. Craig. My turn again. It's getting pretty gross. <laughs> um Okay. Uh Houston Texans. Um I, is this a cop out? I don't no, think fine. they no, I don't think well, they we we gotta fill it, so yeah, I don't think they're getting a free agent quarterback. They're 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 drafting a rookie quarterback, whichever one it is. They're, they have the second pick overall. They're picking a rookie quarterback. <laughs> All right, that was easy enough. I do agree. There's there's no fucking point not to take Young or Stroud or whatever is there. But all right, Dow's. Yeah, um, I think the next one is the Panthers and they are going to fall in the same category and pick a rookie. They may end up signing Sam Darnold to be a backup as well. If you want to throw him in there, but I just don't think, I don't think they signed Sam Darnold to be their starter after what, what we saw him do there for a couple of years. Yep. 
I would agree. And in that range, there's at pick nine. I know you said you didn't want to get into the players, but I think that there's going to be a rookie quarterback the Panthers like at nine. I think it's going to be Levis. Levis. I think I think you're right because I think I think the top three are Young, Stroud, and Richardson. I think they yeah. go much higher than Leave it, uh, Levis. Yeah, I think Levis is going to be the one who falls, quote unquote, falls, and then somebody's going to overpick um, Richardson because he's flying up boards. It's yep. crazy. He was a day two guy like five weeks ago. Dude, it's 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 the Trey Lance, uh, yeah. it's the um, Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, when I did my uh, when I did my mock, I had him at ten to Indy or eleven to Indy, and I wrote in it like, "This is a reach. They should not do this. This is too early." But this is my pick. Yeah. And here we are. Everyone falls in love with with the arm strength and yep. skills and tools, but you know, we'll see. All right. Um, what's <laughs> what pick do the Ravens have? Twenty three. Okay, never mind. All right. Um, talk about the Ravens. <laughs> uh, in this in this scenario, I'm going Jacoby Brissett. Interesting. That's an I mean, interesting one. I don't know who else would. All right, so Brissett Huntley can't battle. I could see, like we saw Brissett look better than Deshaun Watson last year. Yeah, 100%. like if if they didn't bench Brissett when Watson came back, they might make playoffs. Oh so, yeah, I think there's a legitimate argument to be made that they would have been better off. Not you mean Amari Cooper, a top eight fantasy player, and then. Deshaun made him a, a bottom 60 <laughs> when he came back. So in my mind, I like the Jacoby Brissett situation because he's a proven vet. But um, I don't even think Huntley comes back because in this scenario, we've talked. Munkin has his new offense. Greg Roman's gone. They've gotten rid of Lamar True. Jackson. So I don't think that they're running that offense anymore. I think it's completely different. Now, not that this guy is going to be the starter. Believe me when I say this. I know he's not going to be a starter, but I guarantee you Stetson Bennett will be drafted by the Baltimore Ravens because that's his coach last year was Munkin. So he will be there and he will compete with either Brissett of, uh, uh, you know, a, a proven veteran and maybe not compete, but like he'll, he'll try and study behind. Or I think another one, another good one uh, could be the, uh, Taylor Heineke. I would watch mm-hmm. that offense with any of those guys except for Stetson Bennett because I don't like him. That's <laughs> an axe to grind. All right. Um, Dows, what do you think? Um, I like the Jacoby Brissett uh, idea. I, I think he fits well. I think he's kind of like a perfect bridge uh, quarterback where they can pay him Probably not that much. Maybe give him a two or three year deal. If they grab Stetson Bennett and he turns into something great, you can develop him. If not, you look at the free agent class next year, the draft class next year, and maybe you make a more long term decision. Um, but I think it's 
smart of them even just to have some leverage to go out and get a guy like Brissett who can play the quarterback position at a high enough level that they then can look Lamar in the eye and say, we have our guy. So sign, don't sign. We're all set. We're not giving you a fully guaranteed contract. If you want to play football here, you'll do it on our terms. We have a guy that can play quarterback if you don't want to. Good day, sir. So I think it works well from, from a lot of different angles to go after a guy like Brissett. Especially one, I guess, well, we could even mention who's familiar with the division. He just played in the AFC North. So six more games against teams he knows. All right, I'll walk him in for the Ravens. All right, Craig, it's getting very, very disgusting. <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's getting to the point where I don't want to look at it. So I'm going to cop out again. Um, Colts. Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> yep. Rookie quarterback. Rookie. All right. I think they're done with the days of seeing Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. Like they're done with those old quarterbacks. They know that they just want to move on from all that. Get a rookie, groom them. There, there they yeah. are. Keep Matt and Ryan they've got, there. They've got pick four. So, they, I mean, yeah, duh. Makes too much sense. Yeah. So, Daz, you're up. But for the listeners right now, it's the Bucks and Commanders left. Yeah, I'll take this... the Bucks. <laughs> Go ahead. For there, they got pick nineteen in the draft, so they're outside the realm of getting anybody. Um, and you could just got... put their their backups as starters too. Like, yeah, exactly. So they've got Kyle sense. Trask right there now, and there's a there's a world in which he's the starter next year. I mean, Bruce Arians said, "Hey, we we have all the faith in the world in the guy." So there's that. I think it's more likely that you see a guy again, kind of take a bridge year down in Tampa, uh, a guy like Gardner Minshew, Carson Wentz wouldn't surprise me that much. Uh, Baker Mayfield's always, always a guy who gets tossed around. I think I would go with Baker um, as my pick. I just think if you put him on a team, I think teams in the NFL think that if you give him weapons, he can do, still do something. And he kind of showed a flash of it when he played for the Rams for a minute and a half last year with some weapons around him. He can make some things happen. If you put him on a team with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Kate Otten, Rashad White, I think you've got a shot to be competitive. Now, maybe it's a Mayfield-Trask camp battle is, is probably more likely than just giving him the starting job. You're probably not paying him starter-type money, so there's very low risk in doing it. Um I think that's my pick, Baker Mayfield. But then Kyle Trask beats him in a camp battle. That's good. That's my whole new story. Kyle Trask beats Baker Mayfield in a camp <laughs> battle. So I don't think this new regime of Tampa Bay coaching has any kind of ties to Kyle Trask. Like, I think he was just there as a throw-in before they even knew that Tom Brady was coming. Um, or or if he was after. I can't remember how that whole thing played out, but I – just think he's it's his second year, I think, or it was his second year. Okay, so Arians is no longer the head coach. We have uh, obviously, notably, Todd Bowles, and now Kellen Moore has gone an offensive coordinator. So we have this guy, Dave Canales, is the longtime assistant coach to Pete Carroll, and back to all the way to the USC days in two thousand and six. So, why am I telling you all that? I don't know. There's no, there's no, there's no quarterback that can tie me. To oh, I, I, I thought you answer, Craig. I thought you were ramping up for Drew Locke. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's 
that's kind of where I'm that's kind of where I'm heading actually it's <laughs> it's it is I think I don't know if he helped Geno Smith right so Geno Smith won the job against Drew Locke I was thinking about Drew Locke but then I'm saying to myself well this coach Dave Canales is probably one of the reasons why Locke didn't start over a Geno Smith so he probably saw something that most people have seen in Locke that he sucks so I think I like the Baker Mayfield play, but I also think that they want um, with their with their weapons right now they, they they still have something to to have a decent team and and I think in my mind the safest quarterback that's not going to turn over the ball is Taylor Heineke. Yeah, Heineke is a good pick. I think mm-hmm. um, fits what they need. I thought you were going to say Carson Wentz until you said not going to turn over the ball, so. That made that made sense to me. Another <laughs> another one that I do like in this scenario, where yeah, he may be a little bit more of a gunslinger, but like I'm just more thinking of the attitude of how the the quarterbacks have gone in Seattle and USC, and that's like Gardner Minshew has that attitude. Um, like someone like like a Russell Wilson before he got with Sierra, and <laughs> like I, I just. Maybe maybe it's Gardner Minshew. Like honestly, we're juggling these random tier four quarterbacks. So I've given you my spiel. I think I think someone else has to make the actual decision. You know, what would be fun to see is a Jameis Winston reunion down in uh, Tampa Bay. Is he under contract with the Saints? He is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but hey, so, maybe I'm sure they'd be happy to ditch his salary. I mean, yeah, he could be a good guy too. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but like, I mean, it's good because like, there's no one there, coach wise. That when he was there, they're yeah. they're all gone. So there's not really a reunion there, I guess. Like, these are the players, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, they they <laughs> he made them very very good. Um, I'm going to go with. I don't fucking know. I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, Wentz, Baker, Heineke all makes sense, but not make sense because that's a bad option for all three of them. You know what? Fuck the turnovers. It's got to be Carson Wentz. It's Wentz. I'm going Wentz. And he's doing a camp battle with Kyle Trask, and he's going to win it and going to suck again. It's just going to happen. I mean, he's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to throw to. I mean... Would that be his best weapons he's ever set, ever had? I probably, probably by probably. far. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm up. Commanders. <laughs> Taylor Heineke. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. They get picked 16, so they're not picking anybody useful. Correct. They brought they brought in their the enemy, and I think it's 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 worth noting that because he's not a safe safe quarterback kind of guy. This is a this this kind of screams like Baker to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, could see that. I mean, a lot you, of guys fit that, but you could argue anything. Right now, I think yeah, sure. Yeah. These guys just, just all are just guys that probably lose out to Sim Howell um, during camp. I just don't think they go rookie 
and I don't think they go Sam Howell. Like they need to go with someone who's played in the NFL, like actual meaningful NFL snaps. I love. There's how- a world though where Bianami just goes, "Hey, I did it with Mahomes. I'll do it again. Bring a rookie up. Make everybody my bitch." Yeah, but no one's. But Howell's no, not no Mahomes. One's, yeah, no one's. <laughs> um, I I also love how we have we've talked about everyone on this list. Not once have we ever said the name Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, I, we've talked about every single person was named. And actually, is t- Teddy Bridgewater too? But Sam Darnold was not named. Yeah, both those guys will or be talked about somewhere. Just I don't think they okay, have okay. starting reps left in them. Wait, how about this? How about this? Trey Lance to the Commanders. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Actually, I could see that. Yeah, they're now the last person. <laughs> you could also even swap and send Sam Howell over, and he's your backup that plays a little bit when Howell's gone. I mean, when uh, when when Purdy's out. Trey Lance has that that gunslinger. He's got those skills. He could be Pat Mahomes. Or he could play. Enemy. I don't want to say he's as good as Pat Mahomes, but he could play that style of quarterback. I don't know right. that he can get there, but he could play that style. He's an improviser. You know. There we go. We got an exciting player for him. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. So it was me, Austin. <laughs> Going over. All right. So so that's that's it. The QB. Carousel and it, it's going to be exactly this. So, um, <laughs> walk it, go to your d- dynasty leagues, do trades, <laughs> get these guys, go to DraftKings, um, bet on all the all the landing spots, parlay qu- them all. A quick review Atlanta Falcons, Jackson, Saints, Derek Carr, the Bucks, Carson Wentz, Kyle Trask, Camp Battle, Jets, Mike White, Houston will pick a rookie, the Ravens, Jacoby Brissett, because they lost out on all the other guys. Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo, Commanders, Trey Lance and Sam Howell, Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Giants, Daniel Jones, Seahawks, Geno Smith, and Panthers and Colts both take rookies. Yeah, I like that. I think it's very well within the uh, range of outcomes. And then Lamar goes back to Baltimore, and then this whole thing changes. Oh, instantly. Oh, yeah. It's all over from there. I just don't, I don't see a world where Baltimore gives Lamar Full guaranteed money. I think that I think that they're a better franchise than that. He hasn't proved it. Like right. he's hurt. He's just sporadic. I think that there's been animosity boiling for years with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Either. it's still so strange that Munkin hasn't talked to the offensive players whatsoever. It makes more sense when it, you see the GM dragging the wide receivers in public, but still, just it's like uh, to be nice, dude. It's like. Um, well, I can't think of his name. Prime going into Colorado and be like, yes. everyone enter the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like it, leave. Munkin's like, I'm having a whole new offense. Y'all can leave. <laughs> Besides Prochet, but he'll stay. Oh, I mean, well, he, dude, Prochet, still, yeah. he's, a, he's a generational talent. You don't just get rid of guys like that. Nope. The, the bread and butter of your team, Prochet. It is going to be right. very interesting to see how the Ravens' offense works because there's some fantasy players out of that that uh, team that we've all come to love. Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, like Mark Bateman Andrews is going to be 28 next year. Be interesting to see. That's still pretty be... young. He's got at least four years left to top elite. 
I'm just saying if, if he wants to win a, uh, a Super oh, Bowl, yeah, if he wants right. to start dipping out, if, you know, if they bring in some shit bum quarterback, he's like, I'm getting out of town, you know, sooner rather than later. I don't know. I don't know when his contract's up. I don't know anything. I'm just thinking he's, he's getting to that point where he's like, I want to start stacking some titles because my numbers are there, but my championships aren't. Yep. Well, that's a combo for a different pod. Um, I think Tight end oh, carousel. Tight end carousel. <laughs> That would be like a tuna pod because I don't want to fucking talk about it. Where does Jordan Atkins go? <laughs> right, yeah, Jordan Atkins could go anywhere. He could be out of the league in, in two weeks. He's likely so, yeah. OJ Howard, dude, resurgence. He's going to the dude, Colts. They're going to carry athlete. 18 tight ends again. You're athlete, man. Athlete. Yeah. All right. Um, Who wants to take us out? Yeah, I'll take you out. To Sweet. dinner. Just kidding. I'm just kidding, Shelfies. Uh, as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Top Shelf FNTSY. Check out the website, topshelffantasy.com. We get all the stuff on there. Uh, we could probably figure out a way to format this QB carousel and just get it out in uh, not raw form, but somewhere that's more user friendly. So you guys can check that out for yourselves. Um, yeah, as always, stay fluid, stay loose. <laughs>